Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hard Nine Podcast. I am Mike Noble, and I am joined, as always, by Caleb Noble. And today is April the 3rd, 2023. Cardinals officially season underway, 2-2 two and two as of right now. 2-2. Two and two, um, a, a pretty decent 2-2. Two and two. You know, you played really good teams so far. Uh, man, this offense is so good, and I just – I just really hope it's not wasted. This is the best offense in baseball. I'm saying it right now. It's the best, and no one is even close. Yeah. Um, Who's just close? To, well, I mean, I think Atlanta has to be considered no. close, but but they have Orlando Arcia in their lineup. Yeah, I I get it. I get it. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing with that. Um, what I will say is, for those of you who don't know, first of all, thank you for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. Caleb's a little more ticked off than normal tonight after watching the last this game uh, I've been watching re-watching succession preparing for season four so that's what I've been doing tonight um just a few things here's what I'll say all right uh opening day we were there I I, I let's start with that let's just start with that and move so up to tonight I know we got a lot to cover uh opening day festivities in St. Louis unbelievable four years in the 90s uh my wife and I went I uh, got to see the McGee walk-off home run when it was like 25, felt like 20 degrees out there. Then for a good chunk of my life, 20 to 25 years, I was coaching high school baseball. Could never go to Cardinal home openers because we either had practice or a game at three o'clock, right? They didn't play seven o'clock games. He's like, it's always three or one. Um, so now the last two years, you and and, and your mom and, and my wife, right? Same two person, years. getting to go, getting to go the last two years. That's why I said the last two years. There is nothing like it. I, I, I missed 20 some years of it. Um, there is, I don't think I'll miss another one. Like we, we drove 10 hours to go to opening day. Like I, I don't think I'm, it is unbelievable. I, I had chills like for the, the first 30 minutes before the game even started just to see, you know, as someone who played baseball most of my younger life uh, and then got to coach it, coached you, coached everything, just to see like the dreams and, and what is going on to watch Jordan Walker to watch Nolan Gorman, to watch the reception of Wilson Contreras, to watch Adam Wainwright come out of nowhere and sing the national anthem. The red everywhere. Like it, it is, I'm not, this is not a shot at any other city. I, but I don't believe there's anything like it in Major League Baseball. There's, there's not. Even if Jim, Jim Crane wants to steal our fucking Clydesdales, like they can't, they just steal everything, steal science, steal <laughs> festivities. But anyway, um, there's nothing like it. It's the best opening day in the world. It's not even close, um, at least for baseball. I don't know enough about others, um, about like soccer and stuff like that to know if there's stuff like that. But it is the best. It was an awesome experience. And I guess we should just start. Like, that was great. Obviously, Adam Wainwright's moment was really cool. Um, Wilson Contreras, they're being like, they're being a um, mound visit in his first at bat was pretty cool because he got to get a bit long ovation with the pitch clock one have allowed. There's been a couple moments. I went to game one and three of the first series where I felt like, there definitely would have been a curtain call. I think curtain calls are dead. They can't I happen. Too. We we talked about in the stands. Like um, there was the back to back homers the other day. Yep. To lead off the game, like Burley would have definitely gotten. That's his first ever homer at Bush Stadium. He definitely would have gotten one, but they. I mean, there there's no time for it. Gorman hits two yesterday. I mean, I we know there. St. Louis yeah. fans are going to give those out. But you're right. The pitch clock might have ruined. And we talked about this opening day. The pitch clock might have ruined. Uh. Which, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, it's kind of okay with curtain me calls. because Brain fart. sometimes St. Louis just does current calls in June against Pittsburgh Pirates. And it's like, well, 
Well, why? Well, why? But okay, let's start. Let's let's get into the games because we have a lot of ground to cover. Like just talking and thinking about all that's happened um, for since opening day, I've realized we haven't covered any of it. So let's get to opening day. Um, weird, weird game. One of the, I think the first two games, it felt like we shouldn't. We should have won the first one and should have lost the second one, and it just flip flopped and how it, the result was. So it kind of evened out in the end, like baseball tends to do. But I felt like I felt the offense obviously was great that day. Miles wasn't great, but he wasn't bad. It just the results were bad. Um, bullpen wasn't good, but kind of because every ball was dropping. Toronto had like twelve hits under eighty-five miles per hour or something like that. Like that, it was just a strange yeah. game, but some really cool moments overall. It's about as positive of an opening day loss as you could have, I think. I yeah, I mean, you scored nine runs and lose like yeah. against. Also, right. by the way, I owe Alec Manoa an apology. I said he was number zero. He's not. He's number six. Number six. Uh, in my head, I saw the zero. It never was there. It was six. Marcus um, Stroman was zero there, I think. Marcus Stroman, yes, but they do not look alike. Like no, but he was in Toronto for a long time. Right, that is true. That's the only. Thank you for trying to make it sound better. It's not. I was just wrong. Um, but you score, you score that many runs off Alec Manoa and that bullpen. Uh, you you expect to win, and you know you're right. I mean, George Springer five hits, only one I believe above ninety miles per hour. I think one above eighty five. Yeah, well, there was his hardest was ninety four. I think. I think all the others were eighty nine and under. I looked it up, but I could. I mean, I right. It, it was, was a fluky, weird day. Uh, and I, I don't mean to get ahead of ourselves and I don't mean to bury anybody because that's not what we do on here, but I, I have asked you this question many times and I have put it on Twitter and I will continue to say, somebody please explain Jordan Hicks to me. Um, you get- and I have had the conversations a lot. I've never seen a guy throw the five hardest balls and all of them get hit. Now, I'm not saying that he wasn't lit up day one. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, I don't think I've ever seen a guy throw that hard with everybody tells me, and I'm not arguing with them, how nasty his stuff is. But he is the most hittable, nasty, nasty stuff guy I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's quite simple, I think. Um, he doesn't know where the ball is going. Ever. Like, ever. He doesn't know where the ball is going. And, like, his stuff is gross, and he can get away with a lot. But there's a problem, and, and we're going to talk – I don't know. I guess we'll just cover all of it since we're talking about him now. I don't want to bury the guy three different times because he's been bad no. three times. Right. But right. what I will like, – it's either a ball that's not competitive or it's down the middle. You're not going to get out. I don't care if you throw one of three. I don't care. You're facing today. Like, he, he – let's just go over the lines. He gave up, gave up the lead in game one. That one – I'm not even going to talk about that one. That was not his fault. That was just bad. No, I agree. Two broken bad hits. So I'm just going to put that one to the side. Let's go to the but other But he two. was also behind in the – if he wasn't giving up – That fluky, wasn't his fault. That wasn't his I, fault. Okay. And there's nothing right. he can do about that. Okay, so the second game, he just gets smoked and walks everybody and um, almost lets him back in the game. Thank God Ryan Helsley – does what Ryan Helsley does and gets out of it for him. But that could have gone bad. He almost blew that game. And he comes in today. Um, I ultimately, it was eight to four. I'm of the belief that six to four after Goldie would hit that homer, it would have been a much different game because they had traffic on after. We got four runs going into the ninth inning against AJ Minter. Like it's kind of tough to have life. Um, gives up two more runs and he's just hanging pitches over the middle of the plate. He's just not been effective. I think Jordan Hicks is a really good relief pitcher. I also think that he is the most frustrating relief pitcher we've ever had. Yeah, you know, and for a guy, and this is no shot at him because I'd want to do the same thing again. But for a guy who, who goes on record saying he's disappointed in last year with the starter, I'm not saying he's wrong either in the way that was handled. I'm not saying that. 
but wants another shot at the starter. Bro, get somebody out. Like, I don't know what else to say anymore. That he does there. I don't see them optioning him to triple A. He no, can also say it. no. He can say no. I, I don't know what you do. I think with he, him. Is. I he don't might know have options. You use I don't know. Him. He probably I, does. Well, it, I, I think I just re- I did some research earlier, and it's one of those things that he can be sent down. He has to agree to it. It's kind of he's one not of those getting things, sent right? down. No, I, but I don't know what you do with him. You put him in low level situations. I hope he gets out of it. I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Well, I mean, then, that's fine. Then You're not gonna that have... game also, we come back again, right? We come back yeah, again, I mean... and then Helsley blows it in the ninth. So, yeah, and that was also unfortunately weird. for first of all, you and I need to apologize to all the Cardinal fans because no, the don't. last two times we've been at no, well, not, not now, we. but again, but the last two times we've been at Bush Stadium. No, not we. Stop saying painful. We. The painful. Last two times well, it might be our fault. Bush Stadium. You might be you, not me. <laughs> Maybe I'm I, so I will not last, travel north I'm again to, to go to a stadium. I'm one and zero in the last one game, so I don't know what you're okay. talking about. All right, but all right, so um, you're gonna have to carry yeah. the torch because I'm not coming back. Let's move on for that game. I honestly, other than the Wilson injury, which thank God we don't really have to talk about because he's back and he's playing right. well. Looks great, by yeah. the way. He looks fantastic. Um, uh, nothing else to really talk about from that game. I honestly like they lost, but it was as confident as I could be after a loss because I don't think Miles Michaelis is gonna have struggles like that again. I think that was a fluke. That was the first time in his career. I think he didn't record a ground ball out. Like that doesn't yeah. happen. So yeah. it just that was a weird game. It is what it is. Blue Jays are a good team. They're gonna hit sometimes. Go to the just second a game. A few more. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yep. Go to the no, second let's, game. Let me go through a few more opening day things. Just just really quick. How long are we spend opening day? We got a lot of stuff to get well, to. As, oh, I'm sorry. Am I we do. On your schedule? We have a lot of stuff to get to. Yeah. All right. I do too. Okay, well then get to it. <laughs> um, were you surprised? That Paul DeYoung was not in attendance. No, I no, I wasn't. I honestly didn't think. Okay, about it. I was. I, I was. don't even know if I would have um, thought about. I don't even know if I would have thought about him if he was in attendance. I wasn't worried about. Okay, it. there's now, too much now stuff the game, going We on. were at three. I was shocked because Wilkin was there. Wayno was there. I was surprised Paul DeYoung. I think was he's not doing. I say. think he's doing rehab. He's not doing. I get it. I'm. I'm just saying. I'm just a little surprised. Um. Now, the game we went to opening day, three hours, 38 minutes, I think is what the final number was for the Cardinals game. Uh, but however, opening day, 26 minutes shorter than last year. That's what they're looking for. So that's what they got. For We always know opening days are longer. They're always going to be, you're using more pitchers, whatever. Um, one thing that I think we have to say, and we'd be failed if we didn't, Jordan Walker, just the fifth guy under 20 in the last 21 years uh, in the opening day lineup. And when you put yourself in, in hey, a category 20? with 20 or under, in the last 21 years, he's the fifth guy. When you put yourself in the category with Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Bryce Harper, and Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, that's pretty doggone good. Yeah, he's special. Um, he's had a really, really good – he got robbed of it today, man. He hits everything so hard. If that guy can start lifting the ball, because we've heard this a long time, I think we've all been like, how is this guy not hitting more home runs in the minor leagues? It's because the dude hits everything on the ground. Okay, so he's got he's got to start lifting the ball a little bit. But he's hitting everything hard. Like, he had a ball today on the line that had to have been 107. Coming into today, third in Major League and batted balls over 100 miles per hour, Jordan Walker. Yeah. And he had two more today. So he might have moved up the list. Yeah, probably. Uh, Can I ask you one more question about opening day and then we'll move on? Am I breaking up at all? Nope. Were you concerned about Jordan Walker's defense in right field on opening day? No. It's a topic that people are talking about. No, because if you expected him to be good in the outfield, you're stupid. Dude has a cannon, though. It's not, it's not even the point. Like, he's 20 years old. He's been there for six months. Right. He's played, I like, agree. 30 games in the outfield. 
Yeah, I just wanted to get your take because, again, try to hit what the topics were of that game. No, like, he's going to get better as the season goes on. He's going to get more comfortable in now in Bush Stadium. Like, if any, anyone is complaining about that, like, just shut up. Like, I don't even have patience for it. He's 20 <laughs> I, years old. He's there to hit. You watch Matt Holiday play in the outfield, and he's in your Hall of Fame. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's a very valid point. That's a very valid point. It's just um, stupid. Game two, we find out news hurt. All right. Now we know more. We know more about that. Uh, hey, shout out Juan Yepes. Hold up. Newt on the IL, the 10 day IL. Uh, glad to be back soon. Right, you, nailed be back soon. you nailed yeah, it. You nailed it. Yeah, sucks with um, Newt. He's going to be fine. He'll be back, I imagine, right when the 10 days is up. I don't even think they probably wanted to put him on there. But if he's going to be unavailable, you need to have that bench spot with somebody there. Um, glad Juan's back. I mean, you can use him. That's about it. Like that's all I have to say. Really, I'm glad. Right, 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 right. right. He's agree. making more money the next couple of weeks. Yeah, like needs more time for Alec Burleson in the outfield right now. Well, so we'll talk about um, him a little bit because that guy's yeah. on fire. Game two, you see Kevin Gosman, another guy. You know, people were upset about the lineup. As yeah. people just get mad about every little thing. But you know what? Whatever. Newt obviously injured. You got Burley hitting second. Love that, by the way. Love mm-hmm. that. Um, and they come out and get a nice win. I mean, Jack, very oddly. No hitter, walks six, seven, seven, six, seven, seven, and hits a guy. Yeah, and hits a guy through five innings, gives up no runs, no hits. Um, could be a little juice for his first game. I mean, you never know. You never know what's going no, on. Well, he we need kinda, him to be more efficient. Well, he talked about it. He said he couldn't really feel his fingers because it was really cold and windy. It was. Um, he just cold didn't know where windy. he didn't know where the ball was going. It is what it is. The thing for me, one, he has to be the only pitcher ever to go through his first start with a 1.4 whip or whatever it is, and to not give up a hit. like That probably has never happened before in this race, like ever. But the thing about that is I think, one, he showed a lot of maturity saying, I've gotten frustrated. Last year I was frustrated a lot. Like it didn't help me. It made me worse. So I tried not to get frustrated. I just made the pitches I could make to get out, made the next pitch, which is great. That's what he needs to do. But also I think for Jack, everyone knows, including him, that when he is dominant, he's, I mean, when he's got his best stuff, he's dominant. He knows that. Right. We all know that. For me, it's what can Jack do when he's not, when he doesn't have the 97 and the slider that's getting 50% people whiffing on it. What, what can he do with that? I think it's big for him to go out there and see that Miles Michaelis just gave up a bunch of runs and we gave up 10. And then the next day he comes out and doesn't, it doesn't even have his stuff, but still doesn't give up a hit or a run through five innings. Like that's something to build on for Jack. So I think it, it wasn't a good start by any means, but it's something I think he can build on, I hope. And we worry about Gorman, his velo being down. No, because he said he did it on purpose to try and locate. Okay, there we go. Just wanted to get that out there. Um, game three was en route back to the to the 504 down here. You were sending updates. I was driving. Your mom was relaying everything. You went to the game. Picked the right game to go to, by the way. Uh, I want to get to Nolan Gorman in a little bit, but obviously it was the Nolan Gorman show. Uh, Montgomery, not not incredible, but weathered the storm. He was fine. I got him through what he needed to do. I think, unfortunately, we're going to be saying that a lot. Not incredible, weathered the storm. That that thing seems to be the first week mantra of this pitching staff. The thing that I I kind of want to take a step back a little bit because I was pissed off before we started recording because of the pitching. And here's the thing that I'm thinking now, um, just like just now in my head. What have the Cardinals done to the starting pitchers they faced so far? Manoa, ace, right? Yeah, he's an ace. They shelled him. Like, he did not pitch well at all. Um, Gosman didn't have any earned runs, I don't think, but he gave up three. 
Um, Matt Chapman made a rare error, doesn't happen very often. Gosman's yeah. really good. If you're gonna put a little bit of Cy Young money and what's the value, put it on that guy because he can win one. He's so he's really, really good. And then third day, Chris Bassett's a really, really good pitcher, and they scored nine runs off of him in three and a third. So and we I saw think Bassett's that, quote about the lineup. I think a lot, yeah, yes, right. I think a lot of our frustrations right now is four um four times, like four people have started games for us. So almost the entire rotation. We'll see Matt's tomorrow. Um, none of them have been good. <laughs> not one has had a good outing. Like, let's be honest. Jack's didn't give up any runs, but it was by no means a good Jack Flaherty outing. So that's frustrating. But none of the people we faced have had a good outing. Like, you know what I mean? Morton wasn't good. I think the thing is we're facing really good offenses at a time where we normally face Pittsburgh and Cincinnati and Chicago and even Milwaukee, who's not bad, but they're not great uh, offenses at least. And I think we're getting frustrated, but this is just kind of what happens when you face elite teams. Well, and you know, you've, we've seen DeGrom be terrible. We've yeah, seen shelled. we've seen Wheeler and Nola Nola. and Wheeler yeah. both get shelled. That's what I was going to say. Do you think we've the pitch clock Robbie is Ray. Robbie the Ray gets, clock that's has, what I was going to ask you. So you just yeah. stepped all over the brilliant question that was coming into my well, mind. I was going to know I was get your take on. Well, that's why you let you me You want finish. me to answer? I'll answer it, I guess, if you want me to. Sure, Caleb, let Mike cook. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know um, because I just – I can't get in the minds of those guys. I think they probably adjusted to it. Today there were a couple calls on – that they need to adjust that fucking rule about eight seconds to get in the box. That's so fucking stupid. I, oh, I, I hate it. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. Burleson high-fived somebody that scored today, and then got – before he could get in the box, he had a violation because he high-fived his teammate. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah, th- Why? yeah, they've got to fix it. I fix agree. Fix that, please. I agree. But I don't know because once again, like I'd have to talk to Degrom. I'd have to talk to Wheeler and Nola. They might just have their stuff. That why don't you? Like, why don't you do that? I mean, what else? I, I would love to sit down with Jacob Degrom. Trust me, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I don't. I don't know the answer. I think we'll see once people get used to it. I expect it to settle down. Maybe it's a lot of it is. Hey, we're saying a lot of balls are falling. Well, the shift is making a difference. I saw Nolan Gorman yeah. get two hits today alone that would have been out last year. Because he's pulling them on the right. ground. So I think there's a lot going into it. I think shifts have a part of it. I think people are adjusting to the pitch clock. I think hitters are just being way more aggressive because of the pitch clock. They're getting in ready to hit and not, not you know, not taking their time. So it's interesting, but I think it'll level out, right? It's going to level out soon. Pitchers are still going to be able to. Uh, just, you, you talked about the aggressiveness, and I had just mentioned the Chris Bassett um, comment. For those of you who don't know, after the game on Sunday – uh, Chris Bassett said, I'm a, this is from Keegan Matheson. Uh, he covers the Blue Jays, I believe, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a little bit at a loss for words. I've never had a game like this where six different pitches were getting hit so hard. He said the Cardinals were way more aggressive than normal and commended their lineup as well. I, I mean, that, that they come Chris at Bassett. you in waves, bro. They come at you in waves with this lineup. Uh, yes. With Jordan Walker hitting eight. And Tommy Edmund hitting nine. I mean, we can pull it up going into tonight. That game, I mean, um, it's, it's unbelievable what this lineup into, is doing. Let's get into that game because we haven't gotten that game yet. Sure. Um, that game, obviously, the cool, great moment. I have never seen a first inning like this in my life. So I was very thankful to be there. First pitch of the game, Donnie jumps him for a homer, his second of the year. So he's now 40% of the way to his total from last year, which was five. So that's great for him. Then two pitches later, Burley. I don't know if he hit that ball. He had to hit that ball 85 miles per hour. He just got it up into the wind. It landed in the little box in left field. So that was awesome. You get down, Nolan grounded the two double plays and nobody even cared because we were hitting by so much. But he grounded to a double play. And then Wilson gets on. Gorman hits um, one of the farthest home runs I've ever seen. A lefty hit in that stadium, I think. It was unbelievable. Deep into the bleachers. That was like that Brandon Moss homer. I think I was at the game for that one too. We were. But um, he, yeah, so that was awesome. And then obviously Gorman does it again. 
Burley threw on two extra base hits. One should have been an error, but we'll call it an extra base hit. The whole offense was clicking. And the coolest thing about this, not just this game, one, like we already said, they're hitting really good pitching. Last year, what did they struggle with? They could not hit good right-handed pitching, dominant right-handed pitching. We saw it the whole year. We saw it in the postseason. The big difference, Burleson, um, Burleson, Gorman, Donovan, and I'll count Carlson and Edmund in that because they're batting left-handed against those pitchers, combined batting 395 in the series with yep. over 1,000 OPS. Just to, just to give – just to give the stats after series one, two and one could have easily, by the way, swept the blue chase. Like, honestly, we could yeah. argue should have swept the blue well, chase. Well, like, I'm, like I was saying, okay. I, like I was saying, I think they should have won the first game, but should have lost the second game. So baseball evened out. Um, weighted runs created. I tried to figure out the formula in this big old brain. Uh, I can't, I just need to know all you need to know. And all I need to know is 100 is league average. So anything above that is very good. Generally, yes. Plus tried to figure it out. It couldn't, couldn't, I was putting that. I was like, no, I'm done. Um, Generally Donovan. Yeah. I was going to say, hold on before you go. I was gonna say generally your OPS plus and your WSG plus are fairly similar. Right. Fairly close. After series one against again, we're talking, we're talking to the Pirates, oh. and no, this is not a shot of the Pirates, but this yes, was is. Manoa, Gosman, and Bassett. Donovan, 204, Newt, 153, Goldie, 244, Nato, 116, my pick to click, by the way, to the first series. Um, Contreras, 232, Gorman, 357, Burley, 290, O'Neill, 140, Walker, 136, poor Tommy at 92. Uh, NL rank one, MLB rank one. Now, again, they did lose tonight, so everybody will say, "Well, they're only two and two, whatever." Yeah, okay, they I get hit the Braves tonight, but, but they, 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 this team will come at you. There is no, um, let's take a deep breath. We can get through the eight nine guys or the seven eight guys. All right, I mean, you say eight nine because that used to be the pitcher. The seven eight guys, the six seven. There, that is not a thing anymore. That is like right now, right now. Could they all go on prolonged slumps? Maybe. I'd be shocked. Unlikely. Unlikely. Right. Because even now, like. Think about first off the guy we haven't no no one was talking about because we were all excited about Burley and about Gorman and about Donnie and all the young guys they were stepping up. Also, Carlson went three for four this series. Then only got four bats and he got three hits and smoked the ball to end the game tonight. But Gold's, Goldie's batting over five hundred. <laughs> He's batting over five hundred in spring training and hit. That guy's and been was, ridiculous. Had like what the seven hundred OBP in the World mm-hmm. Baseball Classic. Yeah, but um, so to put it into perspective, what now we've played four games after tonight. 52 hits. Okay. They got 52 hits in four games. Pretty good. Also, um, in the in game one and game three, every single player on their team had a hit. Both of those games. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Ever. Well, you and I talked last time on the last pod. I think I said it, but I think we were in we were in the same idea uh there that you don't have to have all nine going. You need three going. Because if three are going, then another one or two here are gonna pop up. But if you They're have going right now. five go right, if you have five or six going, they've got eleven. That becomes I, I understand, but you know what I'm saying. Like for a prolonged, no, I'm stretch, saying that's what's crazy. Like they have for, eleven going right now. I know. What scares me about in a week when they're going to have no one going yeah. against Milwaukee, but but, um, but maybe not. I mean, maybe not. Like here's what I'll say. I'm not going to jump on the. You know that I won't. I'm not going to jump on the. It was Jeff Albert. It wasn't because he he like all these young guys that are raking right now for him. us. He developed them. He all right. He, he, right. But I will say this, and I'm not, I'm not saying it was him. I'm not saying it's the new guy. I'm not saying any of that. All right. I'm not saying new guy. Wanted to give him 
Taylor um, Ward. Yeah, Turner Ward. I was thinking Taylor Ward. I was like, no, he's still playing. Anyway, they are they do appear way more aggressive early in the count with balls in the zone, which by the way is something you and I have been screaming at the TV for for I don't know 15 years. Maybe maybe yeah, and to highlight that yesterday, Bassett had given up, I want to say six. Five five runs. It was before Gorman's second two run home run, um, and I looked up and I was like, I wonder. He was at like thirty five pitches. He'd given right. up five runs. I was like, and then he gave it up, and then like five seconds later, it was seven because Gorman had a bomb. And I looked up, he had like forty pitches, giving up seven runs. He was taking. They had kept him in the game because he needed to get work, but it was like he gave up. Ended up giving nine and throwing like ninety pitches because they got a couple scoreless like scoreless um streaks or whatever it was. No, of course, innings. What the fuck? But anyway, like, if they are being really aggressive and they're still walking, also struck out only 13% of the time, which is the lowest yeah. in major leagues. So they're I mean, not well, you and I have talked about it a lot as former hitters, not anywhere near that level, like not even in the same. But, but it does make your job. Like, I was a guy who I went after first pitch a lot. Probably wasn't the prototypical guy you'd want doing that, but that's what I did. Uh, because I did not want to find myself in an 0-2 or a 1-2 count. I wanted to get on base early. So I think that that transfers to every level of baseball. Obviously, different pitchers are different, but it does appear that the, the aggressiveness is paying off. Um, before we get to the series, just a couple things. Thank you guys again so much. You guys have been awesome. We really appreciate everything. I think I keep telling you to subscribe up top. Kale says it's at the bottom. My apologies, but there is a subscription bot- bot- uh, bottom. Button. button for those of you watching on youtube for those of you listening on apple and spotify thank you we apologize uh we've had a little issues going on back and forth with some things we do have the latest pod is up this one will be up as you're listening to it you will know that it's already up um so we do apologize for a little delay there but also know that you can always find us on youtube like all of our videos are up on youtube and even if you just like to listen and don't want to see our faces we're i mean we don't we're not arguing but you could just listen to us on there but for everybody Right now, if you could hit that subscription button, it's free. It costs you nothing. You don't get any spam emails. You don't get anything. Caleb will not call your house late at night. There will be none of that. It's just is really something good for our podcast to help promote us and hopefully continue to give the content that we can continue to give you guys. So thank you all. Uh, thank you all so much. Appreciate that. Just wanted to get that out. All right. Um, I don't. I don't have anything to add. I'll just. No, say you don't that. have to add. You can transition. Okay, cool. Um, I agree. I agree. That's what you were going to say. I agree with everything he said. Yeah. Okay. So this is going to be weird. So we were going to, our plan moving forward is to do, prob- I'm going to say probably podcasts on Monday afternoon and Thursday, depending on how series work out. Obviously, four game series stuff that will change that. But to do one after every series, basically, after and before. So it'd be the same. Mm-hmm. But, um, that was it didn't work. We were both traveling yesterday to get back to our respective places after opening weekend. So we weren't able to. So I guess we should just talk about game one um, here today. I know you didn't watch much of it. I'll run Did through not. it briefly. Not much happened other than Jake Woodford not being very good. And then um, we can talk about, we'll just do our picks for the next two games. So who's going to be the best for the next two games instead of the series. All right. Um, All right. Uh, and so, then I got a few other guys that I think we got to give some props to. So yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. We can get to that after. Um, yeah. So I'll just do a quick rundown. Not pretty. I mean, the offense was still there. Out hit the Braves 12 to 10. Um, it just seems like every inning this team has a chance to score. And that is so exciting. Like, it really is. And I think it's going to be that way the whole year. Because like you said, people are going to go on slumps. It's not going to be all nine guys getting hits every night. Obviously, that's unsustainable. But what it can be is 
you know, having one out of every, like you have three segments of a lineup is when I look at it. You have one through three, four through six, seven through nine. You're probably going to have a guy in each one of those, um, one of those areas that's going to be hitting at in any point in time. So I think it's just, it's just so much traffic. It's hard to pitch to. And all night, you just get that feeling that they're going to come back. They didn't. But I, I like that it's no longer like last year at this time. We were like, oh, they're down eight to four. The game's over. Like, there's no chance. So that's a positive takeaway. Jake Woodford was awful, like so bad that I – he gave Surprisingly up six runs. so, I think. And, and the thing about it, though, I will – I'll give him props because he, he gave up six runs through two innings. Austin Riley hit the farthest homer I've ever seen from a righty in the stadium. I'm not even kidding. It went over the bleachers past the bullpen. I've never seen that before. So he did that. Acuna got him. Um, Albies got him on a ball that had a 250 expected batting average. So that one was wind aided, but the other two were legit. Um, but after that, he did give them seven more outs without giving up a run. So at the very least, he saved seven outs from your bullpen having to get it. Right. So I'll give him props for that. That's that is a good thing to do. I don't know if Jake Woodford's long for the rotation. I don't know if he makes another start. But what I do know is he was really bad today against a really good lineup, but not good. And so credit what we for, do know is Libby through. was really good over the weekend. He was. And I don't know if it's a, uh, if you, so here's the thing that's weird to me. If you plop Libby in Woodford spot right now, do you want to go Monty Libby Matts three lefties in a row? No, no. And here's my other question to you, because honestly don't know. Do we have any idea how long we know is out? He started through a bullpen today. Okay. So he, I mean, it might He's not matter. You might Right, you might just give Woodford another start, and he's then not, he'll be he'll be out longer than that. He's got to build up still. Okay, okay. He'll, he'll have well, to probably I don't make know. two three rehab starts. I don't think Wendo's back early May. I that's my guess. I could be wrong. Oh, really? Okay, that. okay. But I just think you have to build up. I mean, if, when you're a pitcher building up, like you have to wait every five days, so it takes a while. Right. Um, right. But and he hasn't even started that process yet, and with April third already. Um, offensive highlights, Jordan Walker looks really good. We didn't even talk about it. He had a huge RBI in game two when they ended up winning the first game of the year that they won. Huge RBI there. He had a big RBI today that got them back into the game and made it six to four, I believe, six to three. So they started getting back in the game. Big, and, big RBI in game one. Yeah, big RBI in game one, big RBI in and game And also, two. by the way, RBI did not mention first at bat, major league at bat, he gets a hit. First swing. First swing. Yeah. On a slider. And so that was great to see. Smoked the pitch yesterday for a double. He's hitting breaking balls really well right now. I don't, I think he's starting to adjust. Like everyone freaks out about him struggling. Maybe that was the best thing for him to struggle at the end of spring training. Right. He's starting to adjust to it. He's looked really good. Gorman, another two hits with a walk today. He looks yeah. awesome. Our he's guy, Caleb, that's like, he's going to have, like, here's the thing. There are going to be, I mean, it's major leagues. There's going he's to be struggle. We saw Trout. What do we see Trout last year go through a ridiculous oh, for amount of games without getting hit? Yeah, something like that. Um, there's going to be moments, but what I have noticed with him are two is two things, and I, I'll I'll say those, and then I'll get your take on it. One, the club obviously addressed a few needs with his swing and and his holes in his swing. And he addressed them. He he addressed he addressed them. Thank you for stealing what I was saying. Well, you said they addressed it. They didn't. He did. No, they well, they I think they addressed it with well, him. Well, I get it, but I was wanting his I was, ass off in the offseason. No, that's what I was saying. To address I wanted, it. I wanted yeah. to give him credit for also. That's I was getting there. I was okay, getting there. I didn't but know. two, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. But two, also what you're seeing is a guy who just looks more confident. Like, and obviously with success comes confidence. With confidence comes success. Chicken and the egg argument, right? I don't know which it is. 
However, he just looks – we watched him – I watched him in, in the game on Saturday, but also we just watched him in, in on Thursday. Like taking at bats, not swinging at pitches that in the past we've seen him chase. Uh, even even ahead in counts, he wasn't. So to see the patience, I, I didn't look the numbers up, should have, but he has a handful of walks already. Like five. he has been on base. Not, the first there it games. is. Boom. Thank you. Like he, has five in the he first just four looks games. like a different player. And again, you don't know if it's confidence breeds success or success breeds confidence. I don't care how you want to argue it or how you want to split that at him, but he just right now looks like a different guy. And I almost wonder, and you and I talked about this before, if all the talk about Jordan Walker kind of allowed him to not be the focal point of, of spring training. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, if I do believe if Wynn and Walker weren't there, Gorman would have been the story of spring training because he looked really great in spring training. Um, yeah, he looks great. He looked, I, we didn't even talk about it. He had the big RBI, two RBI single against Gosman. That, I mean, that was huge. Yep. That's what won them the game. So he's been in the middle of every single game. He looks, he looks really good. He looks confident, like you said. Um, I love that Ollie's sticking with him. Uh, it would have been easy for Ollie to go into this year and say, hey, we like Burleson. We like, they said, Gorman, you're DHing. He's DHed every game. He batted six to ninth. I mean, tonight, 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 he bet a six tonight. They moved him up behind Wilson, which I love that. That's where he should be. Bet him well, he six. was hitting fifth the other day when Wilson was That's, out. Yeah, yeah. And the th- now they have fucking Tyler O'Neill and Jordan Walker batting seventh and eighth. And we don't have any fucking pitching. Anyway, like this t- I love him in the middle of the lineup. He breaks up the, the right-handedness really well. That's why he should be batting sixth. I think we said that before opening day that that's what we wanted was him batting sixth. Um, so great for him. He was my pick to click for the series. So I actually think we should keep tallies of this because it is fun that we're doing this, but we should make it mean something. So I think I have one point on the board in terms of how uh, many people and no, you have zero because you picked the superstar that didn't come through. You chalked and here's you still what lost. everyone knows watching or listening. No, to this I want to, I want to, I want to keep one of us will keep score. There is no doubt about it. Well, no, one I think of us will keep score. I think it'd be interesting it will not be me. No, but one of us will know. Okay, hold on. Shut the fuck up for a second. I will think it'd be interesting if we can if we keep track of it, or else why are we making the predictions? Why do you make prediction? It'd be like placing a no. bet and not getting the money if you win. Point. So no, that happens to but me quite we a both bit predicted where I don't get the, hit the bet, but we we yeah. both predicted 203. So we got that both of us got that right. Um got the wrong games because we both were going to opening day. So we, we were not predicting we, we were gonna lose opening day, but we did, we and we won the other two. Still two of three. Um, let's move on to this series. So, like we said, one game's already down, a loss, which is how the other um, series started. Good news is we're not facing Max Fried. Bad news is he hurt. He's hurt. That sucks. Good yeah, news is we're missing sucks. Spencer Strider. Just good news there because he's fine. Right. Um, Kyle Wright also hurt. Not facing him. We just faced Morton, who I would say is probably their best starter that's healthy besides Strider, right? So, you get yeah. Dodd and an ALV debut tomorrow, and I don't even know if they've announced who's pitching in two days. I should probably check that. What are your predictions for the next two days, player and series? Well, I've gone on record on here and I've gone on record on Twitter and other places in that I do. I'm not going to go as far as what Greg Gamzinger said, but I have I am expecting a Stephen Matz bounce back year. So I am really hopeful. I mean, it's a tough match. That's what I'm saying. Like the Cardinals lineup. Yes, the Braves lineup does not stop coming at you. either. I understand the Arcia, but the opposite argument could be Tommy Edmond. Like it really could be. Um, it could, you it could right now. It, it could. You didn't just but compare Tommy Edmond to Orlando Arcia. No, not what I did. You what did. I'm it actually is, is exactly what you just did. But you're 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 getting a guy that's not right now going to give you a lot of production. I have a question. Who's he's not. He's going who's to eventually. 
Who's our DH right now? Nolan Gorman. Who's our left fielder? Um, Burleson, Walker, O'Neal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. There? Okay. Do we have Marcelo Zuna in our lineup? No. What about Eddie Rosario? Yeah, okay. What about Orlando Rosario's Arcia? had some really good years. So is All three of those okay, guys are in their lineup. I'm not going to get into semantics yeah. of that. Okay, hold on. Here's, but I, but I want to highlight how good this Cardinal lineup is. I would take three guy, two guys on our bench over the bottom three in the Braves lineup tonight, which was Arcia, Ozuna, Ozuna, and, and Rosario both. They suck. A lot of success at the big league level. Yes, they suck now. Okay. All right. There you go. They were horrible last year. Um. Either way, yeah, I'm not going to argue that. Give me the predictions. Anyway, the Cardinals lineup's the best in the league. I'm sticking by that. I think Matt's comes out tomorrow night and pitches well. I really do. Okay, me too. Uh, I think the Cardinals, here's what we know, Cardinal history, struggle with a guy they've never seen before. But this is a different group of Cardinals. However, it seems like that never matters. It From is, my 40 years of watching Cardinal baseball, it feels like it has always been the same. I still think they win tomorrow night. I think they win tomorrow night. And I also think, I think Miles figures it out. Now, he has to figure it out. That's sort of where I'm going with that. Miles Michaelis, who just got a two-year extension, which is what, that's what makes me nervous about some of these extensions, has to be Miles Michaelis. It, it, it does. It's one it's start. I'm years, not going to over it. I understand it. We had to extend you, somebody. He had, you didn't. But again, that's okay. Yeah, let's go in there. He with has to, he has to be Miles Michaelis. Yes, like he does. Um, so yeah, whatever the flaws were and whatever it was, I know there were some fluky things. I'm not not pushing fluky. the panic button on Miles. I'm not doing that. But he has to come out and be Miles against the Braves. So what's your prediction? I think we win the next two. Okay, who's the player of the two games? Because it's now it's Goldie. Great. We're never doing this again. Goldie. Goldie. Yeah, choosing the guy that hit a homer today. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, here's the thing. So. The thing that's interesting to me tomorrow, one we don't Who's know not pick. hitting? Who did you want me to pick, Tommy? No one. <laughs> no one. Arenado. Um, the thing that's – yeah, uh, Tommy had two hits today. You lay off Tommy. Anyway. I, I'm not – Anyway, um, the thing that's interesting is, one, a lot of the guys hitting to right now, I don't I, – I mean, Donnie will probably be in the lineup tomorrow just because he's in the lineup every day. But I doubt Gorman is against a lefty. Dot is a lefty. I don't know about Bur- – Burleson won't be either, I don't think. They'll probably go I think go we'll see Juan Yepes tomorrow. They'll go. You think they go Walker, O'Neill, Carlson in outfield, and then well, um, Yepes DHing? I do. Yeah, pro- I do. I, I could be wrong, but I, if if you're going to get a lefty first first big league start, I the attacking one, with a the right. one thing I'd be a little worried about is I doubt he has a long leash, so then you're just going right. to have to make a lot of substitutions, and your bench is really thin. So, but we'll see. But you, you can do that. You can yeah, do we'll that. See. I know, but then you get into late innings and you can't substitute anymore. We'll see what happens. But I mean, but without you know what I mean. But with the DH, you don't necessarily have to substitute late in, in late innings. But they so do if you want an advantage. Yeah, you don't want Nolan saying, Gorman like, facing AJ Minter in the last inning. If you had that, what right, it come down right. to. But so my prediction, I would say, I think they won. You said they won the next two. Is that what you said? I did. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I think Miles is going to pitch well, as well as you can against a really good lineup. Like let's be honest, the Braves, if they score three or four off of them, like that's. Sometimes it's just because they're a really good lineup. It's not because Miles sucks. Right. So I think they win both of them. My player to watch, you know, since there's only two games left and I don't know how the matchups are going to work down, I'm going to pick a pitcher. I think um, I think Miles Michaelis is going to have a quality start and um, lead us to the win. I think tomorrow's going to be maybe a weird game where they end up winning it. It might be like a five to four game where it's kind of a strange game, but I think he's going to shove and come back and pitch well. He's really good at home. Um, it's a day game. I, I have a lot of confidence in Miles and a getaway day for Atlanta. So that's my prediction. Miles Michael is my player to watch. 
Okay. All right. I like it. Um, and then obviously we have the Brewers on tap. We go to Milwaukee this weekend. A lot of a really good first week of, I don't love playing an American league team on opening day necessarily, but I do like the fact that we're starting out with really good teams. And guess what? The Cardinals have blew out the Blue Jays. They have not gotten blown out yet. Like they've looked, they've been in every right. game, looked really good. I mean, if this has done anything for you, it God dang it. If they're freaking pitching, if they can just get some elite pitching, this, this team, I mean, the sky's the limit for them. Like, seriously. Let's talk is. about that for just a minute because I'm not going to – here's the thing. Coming, like, everybody has been screaming they should have signed an ace. They, they – and this is – you can blame the organization for this, and I'm fine with that. I'm not saying – but you, you had yourselves locked into five starters, which is, sort of goes back to my point about it does make me nervous on extensions. But you locked yourself into five when you signed Wayno to a $17 million deal. You were locked into that. None of those five, and I'm not saying that you can't make an argument that you could have put one of those in the bullpen. I don't believe you could have, but they weren't going to. Like, that's not what was going to happen. You and I have talked about on here before, the only way you were going to make a trade is if you trade a Montgomery or at the time, maybe a Michaelis, which we didn't think was going to happen. It would have just been Montgomery. But, right, right. I'm just saying that's the only way. But we also saw in the offseason, the only trade for a valuable pitcher, right, was Pablo Lopez. And... They the twins gave up Luis Arise for him, who won the batting title in the American League. Now, Ken Rosenthal reported that when we were talking to him, that he speculated all these names. That doesn't mean shit. It was a speculation. Nobody heard from the Cardinals or the Marlins any names that were involved. So we have no idea. At least we know they did so, it from the Cardinals because they don't say correct, anything. correct. So what I'm gonna say is the Cardinals kind of pigeonholed themselves into this rotation. And whether we love it or not, we're stuck with it again. And I that this is multiple years they've done this now. And it is it is something they're going to have to address, no doubt, at the deadline in the offseason, because next year you only have right now Miles and Matt coming back. I also want to say one more thing because about about that, the the offseason in particular. If you look at it right now, Verlander's hurt, Rodon's hurt. DeGrom, no chance at hell would I ever sign that contract. Yeah. I love Jacob DeGrom, and God, Thanks. I hope it looks like a steal because I hope yeah. he dominates the entire contract because he is – I put him in the Hall of Fame. That's how fucking good that guy is. But, like, I don't think I would have done any of those and looking back on it, they, they haven't started off great like, at all, any of them, and Rodon got shelled. So it was a it also was it was a weird offseason where you feel like you felt like the top guys were going to get crazy contracts coming off of, you know, labor peace – because that's just what always happens the year after. Um, so you knew that was going to happen. So you can kind of just rule out Rodon, Verlander, DeGrom off the bat. And then you feel like the next guys, they just weren't upgrades. Like, let's be honest, if we would have right. signed Chris Bassett, that was probably the next best guy, I thought at least, because he was great in 2022. And he would have gone out there and given up nine earned runs and 3.1 innings like he did. Well, like we would be freaking out. Like, right. who did we just that's... sign to a three-year deal right. at the age of 35? So I do want to say I want to relax a little bit, because like I said, we haven't had a good start games. yet. We haven't had a good start yet, though. So that is a little unsettling. Like, at least the Blue Jays, Gosman was really good. And I don't want to take away Jack Flaherty being able to battle through. I thought that was really great and showed a lot of character. But let's be honest, seven walks and hit by pitch is not good. It's just not. Right. Not sustainable. Agreed. That's John Gant-type pitching. Don't do that yeah, again, yeah. Jack. Um, but, you know, we'll see. We're facing good lineups, too. And it seems around the league, good pitching is normally beats good hitting. Not what's happening right now. So we'll just see no, how it plays not. out. Like, it'll all even out. I, I mean, maybe Matt and um, Michaelis have two really good starts the next two days, and then it's like, okay, we're starting to get something going. The person I'm worried about, I just don't know what to expect from Jake Woodford moving forward. And it, and I almost wonder why 
he even started this game because I feel like you know you're facing Atlanta, you know you're facing Toronto, two of the best teams in baseball, and you know you have an off day in between the first and second game. Why don't you start Mass today and why don't you start Michaelis tomorrow and then Flaherty on um, Wednesday? I don't know why you want to just skip him. Yeah, I think that's an interesting point. Maybe they just didn't want Woodford to not pitch for that long. You I know, guess, like that. I, I just, I think that's what it has to be. I just think with um, the tiebreaker rule, with the tiebreaker rule, you got to beat NL contending teams because it could right. matter. Um, MLB wanted faster games; they're getting them. They wanted more offense; they're getting them. Fans are pissed the pitching isn't good, but if you look at the other two rules that MLB created, like it has sort of right now, bared witness at the expense of the starting uh, of pitchers. It really has, and I'm not. There could be zero correlation, but in my mind, coincidences aren't always just a thing. Also, like there's an adjustment period too, so we'll see how in the long run it plays out. It could be, it could not do much. I do know there are a lot more base hits getting through the infield. That's going to continue to happen because if you're the, the way you think about, it, you get guys on. You know, I was kind of thinking about this, and we talked about how the shift may not be as limited as you think, but then I realized for lefties it really is because you can't have that shortstop starting on the left hand side of the bag, so you have to put that guy, like you're not going to put your second baseman where you'd normally be behind the first baseman in a shift because then you got the whole side of the infield open. So right. There's going to be a lot of hits getting through for lefties, which, like I said, going to be good for Gorman. Newbar has the ball hard on the ground a lot. Tommy, how many times does that dude roll over in a season? He's going to get right. a lot of hits. Carlson, too. So we're going to see that. I just think four games, obviously, we don't know what to think yet. I'm not going to overreact. I would just feel a lot better if Matt went out there and gave us our first good start tomorrow, please. I mean, also to be fair, like, and I'm not making excuses, but we did our power rankings. That's two of the top five teams that we had on our power rankings right there. And the Blue Jays and the Braves. Those lineups are are unbelievable. Unbelievable. I know I just crapped on the bottom third of the Braves, but the top six, oh, like my goodness, the top six is loaded. Like that's a really, really good baseball team. So also we were in left field. Great seats, by the way. Thank you to you for winning a seat geek uh, competition. And we got those really good seats. So thank you, seat geek. But also Dalton Varsho is much larger in person than I knew that he was. That dude is put together. He was like a middle linebacker. Uh, yeah, he is a stud. dude. He is so good. He is so <laughs> he is very so good. good. Like he made very, a play very, yesterday. George Springer, very, very good. He made a play. Yeah, George Springer's a stud. He's uh, he made a play yesterday. Varsho did. I don't know how he fucking got to that ball. He is really, he's really good. He's a fun player too. The fact that you look at that guy, he can, he can catch. Like the dude's a unicorn. We talk about Shohei being a unicorn. Varsho, there's not many Varshos out there. Right. That guy is right. rare. Uh, he's really um, good. any any update on our graphics for our starting lineups? I, I just got past the hell that i was in so i i i'm almost done with it it's getting there but i had one of the worst one of the worst school two weeks of my life recently so we're past that thank god we got on the other side of it alive and well but yeah before we get out of here and before we start wrapping it up because we need to wrap it up we've been going on for a while um i is there anything that you think concerns you is the bullpen or the – I mean, we didn't really talk about the bullpen. Like, it's been okay. Um, or the That's lineup. Fine. Like Jordan well, Hicks like, concerns me. Jordan Hicks, yeah. Honestly, Helsley you know concerns he me a little no, bit. No, he's been great his last uh, – his last outing was really good. Yeah. Um, he got five outs and was like. I'm out. intrigued to see – with Nude out now, it changes a little bit. I'm intrigued to see how we use Dylan Carlson because it definitely felt like after the first series, he was the fifth outfielder 
And he went from being a guy who you penciled in every day in center field mm-hmm. to now being the fifth outfielder. Now we can argue matchups. I'm not, I'm not that is what casting doing. aspersions on anyone. That's just how I felt that that's what it kind of felt like that. Now you got Dylan Carlson as your fifth outfielder. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he's not, I'm though. just intrigued to see how we use him this year. Well, that's the, that's the thing though. Like that's the great thing about competition. Like he got three hits against a righty yesterday. Um, so, right. or two days ago, as you're listening to this, so that's going to get him more looks against those types of righties. But if there's a righty and they say, like he talked about this against Gosman, he said Gosman's fastball rides up in the zone really well. Dylan Carlson can't hit that. Alec Carlson right. hits it very well. So why would you not take the advantage there? That's no, the thing. And for me, for me, like I, I, I feel bad for Dylan in a sense because he lost his job in a year where he was injured. You know, like he was injured. I, I believe if he was fully healthy, he probably wouldn't have lost it. He'd probably be starting right now. But at the end of the day, you've got to perform. Like you've gotten, he's gotten more than enough chances to take the job and run with it. And you, like you say, like you don't leave a crack because someone can bust right, right through it. Jordan Walker ran through the crack, and now yeah, he's gonna he have did. to he's gonna have to win it back. And that's how it should yeah. be. So did Nolan Gorm. <laughs> um, yeah. One last thing I want to say, and then I don't have anything else. I, I we'll get, we'll go around Major League Baseball next time to kind of take a look at some of how some other teams are doing. But just kind of want to get your take on Anthony Rendon. Today suspended five games. Uh, I will quickly say this, and then I'll let you finish it, and then we'll get out of here. Fans have gotten way too comfortable in the stands. They've gotten way too comfortable on social media. They've gotten way too comfortable wherever, right? I understand all of that, and I hate it. We've seen that what West, what Westbrook did. We've seen Run it happen in the NBA. Right, right. We saw the, <laughs> yeah, the malice in the palace. We've seen all of that. But you just can't, like, I'm not even saying he's at fault. And if this is at a bar, it's a, it's probably a different argument, right? However, you are a professional athlete on the field. This is a paying fan. What that guy probably said was despicable. Can't stand it. Can't have it. Don't want it. Don't need it. Anthony, as a player, you just can't react the way he did. I'm not saying that the human doesn't kick in and we wouldn't do the same. I'm not saying that, but. I think honestly, the five game suspension, he kind of got off a little bit light, if we're being honest. Yeah, he could have gotten uh, sold charges, to be honest. Like, glad he didn't. I don't think he deserves it. But here's my, th- here's my thing. Um, you can, it could, there could, two things can be true in a situation. One, I am very anti that fan, and I'm very pro Anthony Rendon. I didn't mind Thank what you. he did. He didn't punch him. He didn't like do it. He did grab his shirt. He did give him a little slap, get a little slap. He did on try to hit him. I don't think he tried that hard or he would have done it when he pulled, when he had his shirt, like he was close enough to hit him if he wanted to. Um, I do think like he kind of just swatted at him. It wasn't like he didn't try to punch him. Um, I didn't mind it because at the same time, like at some point, like you're talking shit and then you're going to be like a, like you're going to go in his face. And then when you're in Anthony Rodone's face, you're going to say, you didn't say anything. Like why, why are you talking? But same, I can say that I'm not an advocate for violence. So I would have preferred to him to just like, you know, tell him off or something probably. But at the same time, I get it because I can't Rendon's gone through a lot, man. The last two years have been tough on Anthony Rendon since he signed that big contract. Injuries, underperformance. They just lost to the A's who suck and they know they suck. They need to win games like that. I get how that all boils up into being frustrated. 
But with that all being said, I thought, you know, he deserves to be suspended. Like, you can't have that. You can't have fans being, you know, that altercation to be happening. But at the same time, like, fans, know your place, man. Go enjoy your, the game. Uh, 100%. Go heckle people. 100% okay with go heckle people. Know your lane. Know where the line is and don't cross it. That's where I'm at with it. But if I'm going to like, point him out. Point him out and say, don't yeah. let that guy back in here. Do something that like that. That guy right there. Yep. Yeah. But right. don't. Like at that point, you like he won. Like you don't don't let the guy win. Like you also, by the way, that guy'd be really easy to find because no one was at the A's games. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, Here's the one thing I will say: fan comes on to the field wide open. It's open season on fan at that point, as far as I'm concerned. We saw in the NFL last year where the dude got trucked. Loved that. Bobby Wagner (laughs) loved it. Like you come on the field, it's hey, you're now it's open season, bro, on you. Well, you're not, but you're not putting when, when you're in the stands. I just think, and I again, I'm I'm not bad bashing Anthony Rendon. I'm just saying you at that point with your status versus his, you have, you have to just to, keep walking. You have or, a lot or turn around. And if you want to blast a dude, blast a dude verbally. No Dark problem. You just can't time. grab him. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, the thing. He has nothing to lose. You have everything to lose, right? Like that's, that's what it is. That's and it. like, like if if it were to get have gotten, if he would have connected with the hit a little harder, and he would have fallen down or something. Now you're looking at how much money you're going to lose when he sues you because he will. So yep. there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. I'm not pro what he did. I am pro altercate, like like um, um, verbal altercation in that situation. Same. Just scare the Love guy. The trash talk. He won't do it again. Yeah. I guarantee that guy doesn't do right. it again. Like I'll say um, that. It's funny because I've heard Barkley say. Uh, I'm not on social media because I can't let, I, I just, I, I'd say something I shouldn't say. Mm-hmm. And I don't go to the bars because you get a couple drinks in me and some joker says something trying to be a smart ass. I'm going to end it. And I think, I think that a lot of athletes are that way. That's probably why a lot of them well, do not so go out too. because you're going to get a guy who's going to try to be Joey badass and come up and, and challenge you. Because again, like you just said, that guy has nothing to lose. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like those guys, man, they're, you're playing a baseball game. You're you're freaking tense. Like it's tense up. That's a right. tense environment. Agreed. You're competing at a high level. That's why we see guys get ejected. That's why we see guys break their bats and stuff like that. So it is understandable why we're coming right off that someone says some stupid things to you. Anthony Rodon, we know all the struggles he's been through lately. We know that that game didn't go well for him or the team. It's understandable how it gets to that. I doubt we see Anthony Rodon or that fan either do anything like that again. Yeah. Um, five games seems reasonable. I bet he even gets it down a little bit, maybe if he appeals at the four. He but might. you know, he it might. is what it is. All right. You yep. ready? Um All right. yeah. I gotta do some oh, Spanish. Wait. I gotta do some Spanish. Yeah, let's get so. out of here. I need to go. Yeah. Uh, I am knee deep in L to the OG Roy right now, rewatching the season to get ready for the new season. So I gotta get back in there and get caught up. Um anyway, thank you everybody for joining us. As always, we greatly appreciate you. We're gonna get back to the mailbag next week. Uh, I know we've taken some time off. We've had a lot to talk about. Opening day, opening day rosters. We've got a lot lot of news going on. Uh, we'll get to some more stuff around the baseball league on Thursday. Uh, some more things to hit on. Cardinals have an off day on Thursday. So we'll be back with you guys then where we can digest the Brave series, preview the Brewers, and kind of go around the league and some other things. Um, Apple Spotify will be up much more uh, regularly. For those of you who listen, thank you so much for those of you who do that. For those of you joining us on YouTube, please, again, Hit the subscribe button. We would greatly appreciate that. Keep leaving the comments. We love it. You can find us right here on our on our Twitters. And obviously, you can find us always on our Hard 9 Twitter or on Facebook. So thank you again. Everybody have an amazing night. Uh, big two games. Enjoy them. And we will talk to you soon. Go Cards.